do 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 Umpire Pants. Hello and welcome to episode number 131 of Umpire Pants. This is the podcast where me, Kelly, talks to my mom, Mary. She's over there. I am. And usually Bill's here, but he's not here today because he's sick. Bill's my brother. And my son. These are my children who are so, so, so mean. We're mean. You're yeah. mean back. It's all recip- reciprocal. Reciprocal? I don't think that's right. Receptacle? Trash cans. <laughs> We're trash cans on this show. Some of us are. Some of us are not. Some of us receive trash. Ha! That was a good one. I like that a lot. Was a trash talk joke? I don't get it. I'm the one who gets trash thrown at me. In me. <laughs> I don't know. We're not that mean. Kind of mean. Right. Never mind. Okay. So, how's your week? It's going good. Good, not bad. Yeah, I had a good day today. My grandson Felix spent the night last night. We went to uh, an art store called Blick. Blick. I don't know Blick. why. I cannot. I want it to end in S, and it doesn't. Oh yeah. Anyway, we took the uh, monorail down. It was quite a pleasant trip. There's not much use for the monorail in most situations, but you live <laughs> close enough for it. I'm always like blown away by how it's like. A minute. It's ludicrous, but it gets it gets you where you're How going. How long is it? Like a mile? Uh, let me think about this for a minute. Probably. That's about a mile. Two, two miles maybe. I don't know. Not very far at all. It's just a tourist attraction. It's ridiculous. But it's it, b- built for the World's Fair. Yeah. And that's where we were going. We're going to closer to that part of the world. So we walked the rest of the way. It's all, all you good. You walked up to Capitol Hill? No. Oh, no. Okay. I left out the part where we took the light rail. Okay. Because I would still be talking about that if I walked all the way up Capitol Hill. No, I couldn't walk up to I'm Capitol not Hill. A, I plan my routes in Seattle around not going up hills. Me too. I'm pretty good at it. For sure, I do. So, no, we didn't walk up Capitol Hill. I could walk down Capitol Hill, but not up. Yeah, it's pleasant to walk back down. So, coming back, it was pretty chilly. So, I was like looking forward to getting back on the monorail and getting home. And um, Westlake, the, the monorail entrance is inside of a mall called Westlake Center. And we walked by and it was closed. I'm like, how, why, what? How's there a, how do you close a mall? A fire alarm had gone off and they had evacuated the mall. There are people standing all around outside. And I was talking to a guy who worked there, has some authority to keep people out. And he said, he didn't know what happened. They just, you know, everybody had to come outside. He was standing there in a t-shirt. It was freezing. Oh. And um, when we got home, dad looked it up and it, uh, somebody got stuck in an elevator. <laughs> And that caused they. I guess that they hit an alarm and it. Oh, the person in the elevator set off an alarm. Apparently, that went around the whole place. Wow, yep, I know. <laughs> I hope that got them out fast, at least. Yeah, I know, and I feel like oh, I was stuck in an elevator for five minutes. It was. I was leaving work the other day, and the elevator came to my floor, and there were about seven people on it already. And I went, "You guys can go ahead." And then I was like, "I got stuck in the elevator once. It makes me nervous." As they were heading back down. <laughs> Running down the stairs explaining why you're not going to get in the elevator with oh, them. I pushed the button and got the next elevator. It was empty. I don't know how that happens sometimes that they're just jam-packed and then sometimes they're, most of the time they're empty. That is interesting, yeah. I always get, uh, when an elevator in our building stops because we live on the 11th floor, if it just stops. la duh Yeah. I'll just get out. If the elevator stops, I just get out and I'm just standing there in the hallway going, God damn it, where am I? Oh, like a dog? Uh-huh. You just think the door is open, you're there. Yeah, because it's my elevator, obviously, and it goes to where I live, obviously. Yeah. Why would it stop in a different place? It's, I mean, I've done it before where I'm just like, the hell am I? I? I've actually gotten off the elevator and been confused. Have you ever tried to go in someone else's unit? Mm, no. I did that once coming off of the roof. Well, no, I'd, Herman was ahead of me. He was the one trying to get in. 
and I was going, that's not our apartment. That's not our apartment. Because we went down one flight of stairs instead of two. Oh. Because we were hanging out on, up on the roof deck. And then, yeah. yeah we had a, a, somebody, our next door neighbor apparently had a medical situation the other day. And we were sitting in the living room and it was in the morning and the, somebody just pounded on the door. And we had no idea. Russell went, or dad went and looked and it was a fire department. And they were like, oh, it's the wrong apartment. Sorry. Dad anyway. said they tried the door too. Yeah. It was locked. Well, yeah, yeah they once. got a guy having a heart attack or something next door. I guess he's okay. I think it's all good. Have you seen him? No, but I've heard people going in out of the apartment. Does that count? Maybe they're cleaning it out because he yeah, died. Yeah. Let's, let's just hope <laughs> he's just fine. Everything's good. He's probably fine. They're pretty good at, at, at this kind of thing these days. Medically speaking, I find. What? Do you need me to pause it? Nope. Okay. I'm good. I'm back. Are you burping? Well, I was... That's not... <sighs> Let's not go behind the curtain too much. All right. Jesus I asked Christ. you if you needed me to pause it. And she I said, said no. She said, keep, yeah. Just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Christ's sake. should know this by now. So I gathered from the last podcast, you wanted to talk more about earwax. Can you stop talking right now? Because I'm going <laughs> to... If I wasn't extremely comfortable, I would get up and slap you. I might anyway. I didn't care for that episode at all. And I think that one was bad. You should have heard the one that got started. The TBTL episode. Oh, oh my God, yeah. It's disgusting. That didn't bother me, but I, I don't know why. I don't know why either, because you're the Some stuff germy me out. person. Yeah, speaking of germs, coronavirus going around, you're not supposed to touch your face. I That's a habit that I've had intensely. I just touched my eyeball literally while I was talking to you. I, I have a horrible problem with touching my face and my eyes. But you also have a horrible problem with washing your hands every five minutes, so that's fine. It's not a problem. I know. It's a habit. I know. I'm just saying, you're fine. Of all the people I know, you're fine. I'm the one I'm the most worried about because I will just almost yeah, you'll, take a french fry off somebody. You'll lick a bus seat. Pretty much. I mean, I don't care. I'm fine. I figure the more germs you have, the fewer germs you need to worry about. That's how I roll. And you, for some reason, get amnesia that you get sick twice a year and you always say you don't get sick. I never get sick. Yeah, that's what I'm talking you. about, but you do. Well, last time I was sick in, in uh, Costa Rica, I thought it was, oh my God, it was so awful because it was when we had to travel. We had to travel to San Jose and then we had to travel home on the airplane and we had to travel to San Jose on the bus. It was awful. I know. Um, I remember that one because it was very terrible timing, but I, I don't get sick that often. You get a cold twice a year. Yeah, cold. I was not sick. Okay. Well, it is. They can be pretty miserable. It's true. People make it sound like a cold is no thing. You know who makes it sound like it's no thing if people try to sell you shit on TV? Oh, just take this and you'll be fine. You can go back to work. And like, no, don't go back to work. You still feel like shit. <laughs> a lot of people have to work, though. Like, I know. It's not a choice. Let's talk about healthcare in America. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's terrible. Everybody, not everybody I know. Many people I know have a real problem with it. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Not being sick, something else. Just the coronavirus. Like, oh, how much I will just not worry about germs. But today we were... Like I said, we went to Westlake and we came back and I had something stuck in my tooth. And normally I would just stick my finger in my mouth and dig it out, you know. And today I was like, ooh, I'm not doing that. Even though I think if I, people who are getting very ill and and dying have compromised immune systems already. It's just like everything else. If the the weaker you are, the more likely you are to have a horrible response. And I'm perfectly healthy. It'd be fine. But you're in the age group of people who are dying from it. Well, yeah, but look at me. In the 90s, is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to want to see me do a jig? Yeah. You don't. Stop jigging. <laughs> Why would I stop jigging? <laughs> it's rattling the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best jigger of all time. <laughs> Should we isolate that clip? Nope. All right. 
Let's not do that. We have a new segment Mary invented. She insisted on calling it teabagging. I had no choice in the matter. Herman? (laughs) Herman? Herman Herman thought of this because he has also been sick with a cold. God, I don't think I care for the name already. And I'm not sure I want to play this game. He's been drinking ginger tea, Yogi brand ginger tea, which is great tea. They want to send us some. Go, Go for it. Uh, after Even this episode, do you think you're going to... Yeah, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're making a segment uh, based around making fun of it. They have... Have you ever had this stuff? Mm, I don't know. Do you like ginger tea? I don't like tea. Oh. I like... I Okay, here's what I do. The stuff's nice and spicy. I make... I buy some ginger and I chop it up and I boil it into tea and then I put it in the fridge. Oh, a tea bag's not enough like eating bark for you. No. Yeah. I prefer the straight out of the ground. No, that's good still too. Still slightly dirty. A little yeah. bit of... A little bit of dung on there from probably a rabbit or something. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't have any dung in it, unfortunately. You don't know. Um, but they it does have you. inspirational things on the, the... Oh, I love to be inspired. The uh, little piece of paper. What is that called? The the, the handle? Bag. The tea handle? <laughs> yes, I guess so. I never thought about that. It must have a name. I bet if you were in a, a place where they make tea, they'd be... Oh, yeah, the... Twizzle or something. Oh, this probably got yeah. Some if kind anyone of knows name. the official name for the tea handle, email email us at umpirepantspot at gmail dot com. And if it's a different thing, change it instantly to tea handle. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, it gets confusing with the here is the handle, here's the spout thing. But you oh, know, it's right. Now, this one says by giving, forgiving, compassionate. Nope, that's not what it says. <laughs> it says be giving, forgiving, okay. compassionate, and loving. Easy for you to say. You know the dicks I have to deal with? <laughs> Looking at you, Herman. Looking at you. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to try. Hold giving, on. forgiving, compassionate, and loving. Okay, hold on. Um, okay, Herman, we're back. I, we're back to not mad at you. Because you, he said that you invented the name of this segment called Teabagging? Partly, yes. <laughs> I didn't care for that. Okay, this one says, when you act with compassion, you will never be wrong. This seems wise enough. Some of these are more preachy than others. These aren't too bad. I oh, had yeah, one. more than one? Yeah, that was the second one. Oh, wait. I okay. just read two. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, you didn't clear that up. Go back. Okay. All right. You need me to read it again? or just... I want you to say, this is the end of the first handle, and I'm going now to the second handle. <laughs> okay. Because they sound not the same. They are. They're a lot of bullshit that's the same. How dare you say bullshit? How I'm a Buddhist. Come on. How dare you? When you act with compassion, you will never be wrong. Teabagging end. Teabagging <laughs> handle end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next one. Okay. Be giving, forgiving, compassionate, and loving. Teabagging handle end. Okay. Can you stop saying that? No. Try. Okay. Be compassionate and loving and caring or whatever I just said. And also you don't call it bullshit, by the way. What do I call it? Bull honky? Bull crap? <laughs> no, you call it uh, words to live by. Oh, okay. Okay. There's one more I have here okay. without opening the whole box of tea. Let things come to you. You know, last time I let things come to me, let me tell you a little what story. Happened? Well, we have a house in Costa Rica. And and then the last time I let things come to me, we find out that the Supreme Court in Costa Rica decided that the Cacolde Indians own our property and they're going to take our house away. Don't let things come to you. What, what, Punch them in the nose what before you, they get to you. What should you have done? Sold your know. house earlier? Yeah. That it's on stolen land? Maybe. You're, this house, you're sitting on stolen land right now. All of us are. I know. But that sounds more recent if they're taking it back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, just don't let things come to you. 
Maybe, I don't know. You know what? Just let things come to you and deal with it when you get there. That, that's a better. Yeah. Right. Get your tea, tea handle uh-huh. and a pen and write down, let things come to you and deal with it when they get here. You want me to start notating these? Yes. No, note them up? Yep. Note it up. Also handle that, it when you get there. That also implies you shouldn't be proactive and try to achieve your goals. That's but true. It's just like you'll let the universe provide, you know? Yeah, sometimes the universe just <laughs> kicks you in the nuts. <laughs> I know. Also, people who just rely on the universe providing are generally pain in the asses. It's true. Even as a Buddhist, I find that uh, uh, not a good a good way to go. I mean, on the other hand, what are you going to do? Stuff's going to happen. Yeah, there's you only no so control much you over. can do. Got no control over this. Did not see this coming. And now I have to let, now I have to, uh, what do I do? Let things come to me? Yeah. You know what's going to come to me? Lawyer bills. Okay. Anyway, I, well, those ones were um, not the worst I've seen of the tea bagging, but we'll we'll get back to it. We'll stop save the good. We'll please, s- please stop calling. I don't get why that's wrong, Mom. Oh, look it up. Get your Urban Dictionary out and look it up, and then we'll talk. <laughs> Mom has a printed version of Urban Dictionary. I left it at home. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you just get like supplements mailed to you all the time as the kids oh, yeah, invent more the, lingo? You get the annual update. Yeah, of course. <laughs> just tuck it in. <laughs> to the cover yeah i don't want to talk about tea bagging and tucking things in either if you don't mind wow all right ball talk from mary <laughs> from what i understand is it time for hints i'm grabbing the hint book already no it's not time for hints i was okay. gonna do a uh well god i can't i can't find a, a rant or rave today in the newspaper i physically <laughs> own a newspaper and i still couldn't figure out where they put it so no rant no rave for you all right you're supposed to you're supposed to look them up what are you I, up to i didn't find any good ones last week did you find a bad one? Look up a bad one real quick. Do you want me to stop the show and look up a bad rant and rave? Well, that sounds like a bad idea. All right. I don't know. Okay. Next topic. We did the coronavirus, the funny joke about the coronavirus, coronavirus seeking Lyme disease. Ha, huh, that was funny. What? What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about a thing. It was actually your friend put it on Facebook coronavirus seeking Lyme disease. Oh, because like Corona and Lyme. Lyme. Yeah. Got it. That was, that's the only coronavirus joke there is, I think. We'll, <laughs> well see. There are lots of them surrounding the beer. People, I read that. Can you stop smacking your lips? Nope. Please? Nope. All right. 36% of Americans will not drink Corona beer right now. I don't think that's true, but I mean, I saw the same thing, but I think the way they worded the, that's probably true. the thing was not like well, that. if anybody, if like one person won't drink Corona beer because of coronavirus. Yeah, that's true. That's a, a Q if test that you 1% just failed. One of people won't, then yeah, that's also sad. Also interesting that people are are just going to apparently hover in place or whatever you call that with Hunk- their toilet paper and hunker in place. Yeah, hunker down, hunker down. Yeah, with toilet paper and water. Yeah, everyone bought all the water and toilet paper from Costco yesterday. Isn't that weird? So. I mean, why? Do, I don't understand the water thing. Because people don't drink tap water. Why? And also, I think people are getting it confused with earthquake preparedness when your water might actually stop running. Maybe. Oh, maybe they think there's not going to be anybody turning the big tap on it. (laughs) (laughs) No one will be there in the morning to turn that giant wheel that makes our tap water go. How are you going to take a shower then? Well, yeah, we live in an area where we have great tap water and it's as good as anything. I find it mind boggling and maddening that people drink bottled water unless you live in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Really? Or Puerto Rico. Anyway, apparently uh, this is going to be an interesting week indeed to see what happens because now well, it's all popping up all over the place like whack-a-mole. It'll be longer than a week. That's interesting. But yeah, I think next week it's, it's interesting be... that everyone just this weekend freaked out because I guess because there was a confirmed death in Washington state. So also the fact that up to fairly recently, they've been able to 
walk it back to China or, you know, somebody who's been in China and then, you know, that, that the ones in, in Washington state are untraceable. They don't know where, they don't know where it came from. They can't find a person who traveled or, or who a person who traveled who was in contact with this person. And that's, that's getting to be the scary part. Oh, yep. again, I'm not worried. I'm healthy. Well, if I get remember sick, to I'm wash your hands die. and quit touching your face. Okay. I'm doing better. I didn't get my blueberry out of my tooth or whatever it was. <laughs> well, good job for not prying food out of your teeth in public. It was a blueberry. Okay. Annoying. Well, that's not gross then. No, blueberries are delightful. So yesterday I was downtown shopping around. I went to the market and got herbs. So I was making some stuffed shells. Turned out real good. Real good. Um, I've had shells in my cupboard for months. And then I bought ricotta to make the shells. And then I lost my my motivation. And I was like, I've got to use this ricotta. I was starting to feel huge ricotta guilt. I could not let the ricotta... Go to waste because let me tell you, it's not it? the first ricotta I've bought since I bought those shells. Now oh that I God. think about it, those shells might have been expired, but they were fine. Just dry pasta. Um, I don't think that. Expires. When did we go to Winco last time? I bought it there, like a month ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fine. But I was went to the Pike Place Market, Target, stuff like that, and then I was walking back and I saw all the daffodils blooming, mm-hmm. and I decided to take pictures. So I could brag to the Canadian family that it's springtime here because it's very much snowy for a lot of them up there still. Oh, really? Uh-huh. So I was just being a dick, really. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> I stopped and I took a picture on Bell Street because there are a whole bunch of daffodils blooming. It's very pretty. I really like what they've done there with the landscaping. Walking. It's cool. But um, about half a block later, I <laughs> looked up and there was a guy standing with his arms out like this out to his sides. And he was just like frozen. And then I noticed that his pants were down. Not all the way. Weirdly like above his knees, but still up. And then thank God he had a long jacket on. So I didn't see any balls or anything. But what was he doing? I don't know. Just stone out of his mind. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, this is the downside of Seattle. Sometimes the upside, but usually the downside. And that was my punishment for being braggy. I had to almost see balls. (laughs) Had to almost see balls. Yeah, that could be bad. Huh. Yeah, if we God were, was really mad, I would have seen some balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you weren't that much of a dick. Oh, you're spreading joy and love with daffodils. Yeah. And going, ha ha. So, yes, it's, uh, it could go either way. We put up with a lot of rain to get these damn daffodils this year, though. It's true. It's been terrible. Yeah, we walked down there. They have that little park where now you can play badminton. There's a little badminton set up. Oh, yeah. They've been closing the street on the weekends. Yeah. It's closed today. And I we walked down there and saw the same daffodils. Very pretty. Very nice. Good job, Seattle. Except I still think people who put graffiti on old brick buildings should be jailed. Oh, okay. At a minimum. To, that's not... How's that related? Because it's right close to there. There's a, an old brick building that somebody's done a giant graffiti tag thing on it. And, and it you think the me, Parks Department should arrest that guy? I think the city of Seattle police should arrest them. Okay. And they should put that person in they jail. They wouldn't even arrest people dealing drugs literally right in front of them. That's not bothering me. Okay. That's not bothering me much either. The, the graffiti bothers me. Yeah, I agree. It's worse. So. <laughs> I don't know if it's worse for society, but it's... Well, what do you mean about the it's drugs? It's bad. It's not, you know, you're not going to stop drugs, but you can stop graffiti. First of all, they should give the city of Seattle police department a shotguns full of rock salt. And they see somebody doing that, they should shoot them in the ass. I think the city of Seattle police already have enough power. 
Well, rock salt doesn't kill anybody. It just hurts like real bad. It'll just, yeah, but you can't just let them shoot people. Why? It, it's a whole thing. They should stop graf- putting graffiti and then they'll stop getting shot and then put in jail for uh You know what you should do? Years. You should go out. Uh, in vigilante style? Vigilante style with a shotgun full of rock salt and see what happens. You could get away with that for a while. I could. I could pretend like I was senile. The cops probably wouldn't even shoot you if they saw you doing it. Probably not. Because you're an old white lady. I know. And I, they'd probably actually be happy. No, they don't. I don't think they like vigilantes very much. Yeah, probably not. Phoenix Jones. <laughs> Did you hear? He was no. arrested for like dealing cocaine or something recently. Oh, no. God, really? People outside the Seattle area, Phoenix Jones was a guy who dressed up as a superhero. <laughs> his own costume. And would go out on weekends and like, quote unquote, break up fights. But I think he just was into fighting strangers. And he 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 did it in the name of safety for the city but whether or not that was true safer. all the time i don't know probably not i don't know his true intentions probably shooting people in the ass with rock salts but he also had a family illegal it seemed like it'd be extremely stressful if he was your spouse to have him he, and really dressing up at night he's and, married i think he had and had a kid oh god really oh i thought he was some lunatic guy who lived in his parents basement yeah i don't think so maybe still maybe i'm not saying he doesn't um hmm well, yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I just think people who put graffiti on brick buildings where it can't be fixed is very criminal, and they should stop doing it and be thrown in jail. But you like it when they do it on trees, right? Less it messes up the bark. You can't eat it. I, <laughs> don't don't laugh at my bark. I don't eat that kind of bark. It's a different. It's a different oh, kind of bark. okay. I didn't know you don't eat tree bark off the regular trees. I don't. I, they're very specific. <laughs> well, la ti da. Well, yeah. Jeez, kind of keep up, Kelly. All right, keep up with my bark. Cat's claw, yes. Uh, boneless Indian. I need to get a hold of Juniper and find out what she's the one that figured. <laughs> As I did the the translation of whatever the lady t- wrote on the bag, and it turned out to be in English, boneless Indian, uh-huh. which is not correct. Yeah, <laughs> so it turns out. And then Juniper figured out what it actually meant in English, and I completely spaced out and forgot. Wasn't what it, it was. sarsaparilla or something like that? That's a different thing. Sarsaparilla. Oh, sarsaparilla is the one that they thought cured uh, sy- syphilis, oh. which is why it was a common drink in the Old West. Oh. Because everybody had it, apparently. And it, uh, by the way, it doesn't cure it. So if you have syphilis... Uh, yeah, put down that sarsaparilla and go to the doctor. Yeah, please. Go to a doctor. Should we take a break? I don't know. Tell me. I don't have control of any of this. Do you have anything else to talk about before we take a break? How about that? Um, I think I had something, but now I forgot what it was. I'll think of it, and then we'll talk after. Okay, Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to do a short episode today, because we don't have Bill. So it's going to be a third shorter, because we have one less person talking. (laughs) Do the math, yes. And um, You know me, I can't do the math. We'll see you soon, motherfuckers. Hey, stop doing that. Though you may not drive Brothers and sisters, you can still stay. 
back from the break nutballs hey and you windmills windmills <laughs> windmills i don't even remember why that where they where that came from and i'm the one who started it anyway um yeah we're back and i, I i'm making a declaration now i've decided i'm going to continue lifting weights until i can lift more weight uh we started doing this a couple weeks ago and you and dad yep and i do 15 pounds of weights. Uh-huh. Do you just lift up your cat? <laughs> I can't lift that cat. He's 20. I know. He weighs 20 pounds. Are you insane? So we started doing this, and I'm going to try to keep doing it. My goal is to be able to lift up my big cast iron skillet. With one hand? Uh-huh. I can do with a little one. Do you? Can you lift it at all right now? <laughs> or um, do you make Ted pick it up? No, I can lift it. It takes two hands. Oh, okay. It's very, very, very heavy. I should weigh it. I'll have to find out how much it weighs. That's a good point, yeah. Because it's... it's 12 inches maybe it's pretty big the little one's probably 10 inches and that doesn't weigh very much at all that one's fine but huh. the big one is the big one's is like oh, do it's I really? enough heavy that you can't get it up there well it's enough heavy that i make a kind of decision about how bad i want it yeah <laughs> that's I just make this stuff fit the smaller one yeah i've said fine. it before that that's my objection with cast iron is it's very heavy it is very heavy also it, i don't believe that it's ever non-stick but it's pretty non-stick I'm, I'm yet to be proved right on that. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. I know. We can do a, a cast iron off, except the only other option now are those, like, coppery things. I saw one of those on TV the other day in an infomercial. Man, I almost fell for it. Oh, the pans? Yeah. Yeah, they, the thing with all those new fangled pans that are not just Teflon is they work fine for, like, two months, and then they And all goes they to don't. shit. Yeah, because yeah. I've had the green ones. I've had a copper one I got when... Bed Bath and Beyond went out of business. Well, they didn't go out of business. The location downtown did. I got one cheap there. And they're not good. The it was for though? a while, really? and it's still. I still use the one I got for mm. certain things. The thing I get have that sticks really bad is um, wonton wrappers. If I make dumplings, 
If they're not in a truly nonstick pan, they stick really bad oh, for me. Yeah, I know. I've done but that. But I, I have a night. I have the copper one. I have a use for French toast because it's big and square, and I can put four pieces in there at once. Mm. Anyway, I think yeah. Okay, now you've convinced me that I don't want one of those because no, you're fine. They don't tell you about the three month part of it. And you're supposed to season them also, which I didn't realize the first time I had one. You're supposed to when you get it, and then every six months or something. So maybe if you're more diligent about that, it helps. But well, the cast iron ones, what you do? Here's what I'll tell you what you do. Okay, keep it quick. I think we're too far into pan talk. I don't think too far into pan talk's a thing. Okay. Okay. Never well, mind. keep it long then. No, so, forget about it. I'm not going to tell you. Just go go to hell. Do we put oil in it and then heat it up in the oven at 500 degrees? No. Okay. What do we do? Nothing. Not God you. damn it! Just tell us what to do. Keep it quick. Every time you use it, uh huh. Put it on the stove. Yep. Clean it up. Wash it out. And you can use soap on it, by the way. That's horse shit that you can't use soap. Of okay. course you can use soap. What do you, like a, a minor 49er? Um, you put some oil in it and then wipe most of it out with a, I use, I don't have any, I don't own paper towels, so I use a coffee filter. Uh-huh. You heat it up and you have to use high high heat oil, avocado, for example. Okay. Heat it up till it smokes. That must be pretty hot to get avocado oil to smoke. Yeah, it's like 500 degrees. So oh. yeah, it is. And then you let it cool off and then you put it away. And then it's pretty nonstick. Okay, that was way different than putting it in the oven. Mm, yeah, it's quicker for sure. Also, I don't know. When my stove even... You have gas, which is... That's good It turns point. out way hotter because I burned up all my bamboo steamers at your house. Oh, that's for right. For the Super Bowl. <laughs> I I've forgot never that. had an issue with my house, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really got some smoke going. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, the gas the gas probably does make a big difference. Anyway, I don't know. I I find them to be relatively nonstick, but I don't do pot stickers. So I what about know. frying an egg? You probably don't fry eggs. Either. I did scrambled eggs today and they didn't stick. Okay, does that count? I don't know. No, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll go home and sc- I actually own some eggs right now. I don't normally oh, I don't eat them. Look at you. Well, I I can go home and fry one up and see what happens. All right, report Remind me. back. Okay. All right. Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. This is going to be hard because we don't have Bill to mark off the numbers. And I can't see. It's all a big disaster. Do you want to guess one? You you just guess them and I'll give you the next highest if they're okay. already taken. That's a good plan. That way I don't have to hand you the list. Next highest. Okay. That's going to be quite a bit higher because I did all the 100s early on. Because they were food related, and that's my favorite. Yeah, me too. It looks like two forty four okay. has really? not been done. Wow. Okay, that's a that's a very high number. Yeah, the food ones are good because there's a lot of aspic involved. I think that was a. Oh, we should read a couple little things from uh, Peg Bracken's book too before we. Okay, get I out love of here. Peg Bracken so much. She's we my got, she's my. Hint we got hero. a copy of um, I Hate to Cookbook, and there's some great easy recipes in there that are real weird. From the 60s. That's when the recipe started to really blossom, I think. Okay. Have you scuffed your leather shoes? Rub flexible cement beneath the broken piece. This keeps the scuffed part in place and banishes that has-been look. Scuffed toes are also renewed easily by putting a little Vaseline on them. Okay. The Vaseline part makes sort of sense a little bit. But can we back up to the cement? Yeah. Are they talking about, like... I don't know. Seriously damaging the shoe? The bottom? The the sole? What the hell? Okay. No, have you scuffed your leather shoes? Rub flexible cement beneath the broken piece. What's flexible cement? Well, is scuffing is different than breaking. Rubber cement? Oh. I think they're talking about if you have a floppy piece on there. But would it be... 
What did you do? Put it through a buzzsaw? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, never mind. I, okay, I, what do you think about the Vaseline part? The Vaseline part would probably work pretty well. You just rub it along. If it's just a little like a... <laughs> just rub it along. Oh, just rub it along. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think unless... If it's a, like a, a brown leather shoe, and yeah. you get a little bit of scuff on there, you could... That it, makes it, sense. Yeah. It, it's it's not going to be perfect, but... Or it'll... you get a big oily spot on your shoe. This probably would work out for me. <laughs> okay. So you get a big oily spot and throw it away. Okay. I don't know. You can't throw your shoes away. It's 1945. We got to send our shoes to the to the boys in the front. Yeah, that's true. Actually, the war's over in 1945, but, you know. I'm going to do 551. 551. Why does that number sound familiar? I don't know. Kelly's flipping flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages. Okay, 551. What? This is this is going to be cars, is it? <laughs> no. How we've done this so many times and you still don't have any idea where I'm cars are? I so hate cars so much cuz all it does is say do something stupid that you're not going to do. You should, I don't know. Okay. Well, you're not going to drain all the oil out of your car and all the all the fluids and <laughs> drain put it them. put it away for the winter and no, not redo the put them in your furnace. Rotate your tires. Renovate that faded fiber rug. Don't relegate it to the junk heap. Give it a coat of your favorite color house paint thinned with turpentine. One part turpentine to three parts paint. Work the paint thoroughly into the fiber with a brush to obtain the best results. This is. The craziest hint I've ever heard. You just fucking paint your rug? Well, wait a minute. What kind of rug? Start at the beginning. I don't know why. Fiber. I, I never listen to the beginning of these. <laughs> just, yeah, I should what's probably, up with that? After 500 hints, I should. Okay. Fiber, rug, like carpet. Carpet? Uh, yeah, rug. I guess carpet or something woven. I, I think that would work good. It'd be real stiff and scratchy afterwards. Well, for a minute, and then you walk on a walk around on it. With house paint? <sighs> Rugs don't grow on trees, Kelly. We have to do something. I mean, I'm sure it works. Does it? I don't know. I now see. I was. I on mean, the, the putting paint on a rug. That part I'm sure works. I was on pro paint rug team for a minute, but now I'm starting to wonder because it just occurred to me that it would have been oil based paint, not latex paint. Well, yeah, you're mixing it with turpentine enough to thin also, it out, though. Well, it's probably toxic as shit too. Okay, I know so we're if not testing this hint out. It's too. If you does it say anything about dead cats and dogs from breathing the fumes? I oh, know it says. Uh, yeah, I didn't read that part. Okay. It says also your cats or dogs might die if they walk across it, so be careful where you place the rug after. Okay. Oh, sorry, I didn't see the rest of the hint. Yeah. So yeah, the toxicity might be concerning. But you could do different colors. It could be pretty. Yeah, I remember shopping for rugs once and then looking up how to do your own with like a canvas cloth and then painting yeah. the cloth and sealing it. Mm-hmm. In the long run, it seemed more <laughs> expensive than buying a rug. But <laughs> and also very sketchy unless you're a very good artist. Also, probably you're just going to trip over that motherfucker all the time. It's, there's no way that's laying flat. <laughs> See, I know what you're saying. I know I've seen those too. I think that was a thing for a minute. It probably was kind of cool, but yeah, they kind of roll up because they're really thin. They're just like real thin canvas. Yeah. So yeah, never mind. Don't do that. And also, um, I'm gonna put uh, two thumbs down on painting your rug with oil-based paint. Okay. So don't do that hint, guys. Also, but if you do, I'll come crying to me. Is I guess in this my... household, it's two pants down, please. Oh, I'm kind of sorry. You're... What was I thinking? All right, pick a number. Two pants down on that. You pick a number. I just did that one, didn't I? No, I don't think so. Didn't I pick a number? No, you're no, right. No, I picked that. Oh, God. Okay, so I'm going to pick 375. You have to go to the next biggest number. Oh, okay. 375 is taken, but 376 is open. Okay. So I'm doing that. All right, let's do that. 
Rhoda. Sorry. Just hissing into the microphone. I'm bored. Talk right. faster. Road oil, axle grease, etc. Oh, this is how to get off uh, stains. Okay. Scrape off excess with dull knife. Rub lard into spot until no more grease is picked up. Scrape up lard. Launder. Huh. How? So scrape off. What did you do to get that much grease on yourself? Well, you were fixing an axle. Got oh, grease like axle grease. Okay. okay on that's, your that's shirt. Probably, okay, that's probably legit. You just want to scrape that off. Rub lard into it. We've read one of these lard removing oil. And they scrape off the lard. Okay. That pro- I bet that works. It's like the nail polish on top of nail polish to get it off. Yeah. But then getting the lard out of your stuff is the part that seems hard. It says to scrape it. So you get like a spoon, scrape yeah. the fabric. You just get your lard spoon out, scrape it. <laughs> no, just a regular spoon and scrape the lard off or uh-huh. like a, a butter well, knife. Old rolled oil lard mixture. You should probably use something, not an eating spoon if you do that. Yeah, see, this is back. Well, now we're back to the worried about. But then you still have a spot of lard, which is. Then you, how do you get the lard out of the fabric? Put detergent you, on it. You launder it, but lard's yeah. hard to wash out. You know, you know what laundry detergent was like then? That's true. So it would hefty. just that would take your take the hide off a human. It'd take your balls right off your <laughs> penis. <laughs> is that how balls work? <laughs> they attach to the penis. No, the end of your penis, right? No, I've seen a picture. <laughs> okay, you need to look at a different picture. You need to look at more than one picture because that one is incorrect. Okay, I'll do that on the break. I'm, I'm always positive. I want to do that on the break of the next one. Okay, that we record next until week until the next break because you're so screwed up. It's going to take you an entire week to get straightened out. Well, I've seen those cartoony pictures where it's like two balls and then a stick. That's all attached, right? <laughs> okay, how do we get from lard to I don't know upside down balls? I don't, I don't know either. Okay. I'm going to do 444. I'm just telling you that I think that would work. Okay. Like, you know how if you get a stain on your Yeah, it shirt, probably would work. You put a little bit of detergent on it before you put You're it in the washing machine. You're just in for a long haul of cleaning with that. Also, I think that should just become your work pants. I guess the whole idea, that's true. The idea that you just have lard laying around is interesting to me. Well, that was common until recently. I guess. And I think it's common still for a lot of people to cook with it. They should stop doing that. In different cultures and yeah. places in the world. 444. Before using a cloth to wax the floor, soak it in cold water and wring it out. You'll find that the cloth will not, in this way, absorb the wax and that you will save a good deal of wax that would otherwise be wasted. What do you think of that hint? Well, I've never had to wax the floor. We've heard you wax on about waxing the floor. So yeah. tell me, well, would that hint work? Um, No, because... Okay, I is uh, no I, I, on your hands and knees waxing because no because then your hand would would I don't know I don't know either. Um, if it's on a stick of some sort, maybe, but no was because in the wax that, liquid or like a tub of wax. The kind I used was liquid. Did you so just squirt it directly on the floor and then rub it around? Yeah, I think I don't know. It's been a really long time ago. I don't really honest to God. I I know I didn't melt it on the stove or anything on the wood stove. I think I just yeah I probably just came in a thing is squirt it on the floor yeah and then spread it around um and i'm going to say that how much wax are you using and how expensive is wax and just let's not worry about it because if you put it in cold water and now it's back at room temperature it's just going to warm up and absorb the wax again oh you think it's the coldness not the wetness i thought maybe it was just having it be a wet rag uh, well then why does it say cold water just say water okay well i'll call uh i'll call the writers of this book up Did and ask them yeah they're probably retired they may not remember having written this. 
1945. It's probably true. I'm going to uh, just say neutral on that one because I, I don't know. Okay. We're giving that uh, n- no pants up or down. Yeah. Okay. So you're trying to pick. I already lost track. I'm really bad at this. I think that was my. Your number? Yeah. On the other hand, I'll pick another number. Yeah. Oh, care. no. That was my number. I picked 444. Okay. I picked. Uh, how many? How is this? 2000? How many, how many hints do we have? 1,003. Okay, I'm going to go... Uh, the latest one that's open... Biggest but, number that's available is 987. I'm going to do 987. Okay. I was going to say 903, so shows what I know about it. Okay. Man, that book looks like it's just going to disintegrate in your hands. It might. It should be in a museum, really. When we're done with this, we'll put it in the museum. <laughs> you know, the museum? The Smithsonian's probably going to be knocking on our door saying... You, do you have the last one do of these? Do you have that shitty copy of that advertising book? It's a good copy. You just said it's going to disintegrate in my hand. Well, it's delicate, not shitty. Come on. Okay, this is uh, before you sign up for that dream home of your own. Oh, this is my favorite. (laughs) Here are a few ways to tell whether it's the house you want. Is the roof tight and weatherproof? Better have an expert judge this factor. I think you should, too. Yeah, have an expert get up on that roof. Well, don't get on there because they're going to make holes in it. Make them poke it from the bottom. Oh, I don't think you understand what a roof is. You should have a ceiling between your roof and your. And your okay, you have a you have a your valid sides. That's a valid point. Okay. Also, don't get up. <laughs> what kind of house are you looking at? You think you're going to fall through the roof if you get up there? You think I you're going to fall through any roof, don't you? Well, yeah. The, you can walk on most roofs. Most, being yeah, the word here. Not all. Okay, no, probably shouldn't walk on all roofs. Yeah, but how do you know? I like you how get you think though that, that by default, this house you're looking at, you're going to fall right through it. Well, I, if it's the same house that we have to jump up and down to make sure it's not going to fall down, I don't know. Is this the same house or are these different houses? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> if this is a jumping house, I expect the roof to fall in any second. Anyway, okay, get some guy up there. I don't give a shit if he falls through. He's probably got insurance. Well, that's why you get a professional. Yeah, he does have insurance. Okay. Bonded. Okay. Make sure your roof jumper is bonded and licensed. Yeah. Licensed, licensed and bonded. bonded and insured. Yeah. And then if he says your roof is good, believe him. Right? Yeah, Why would take he that lie? into consideration. I don't know. Maybe he's being paid off by the house seller. There are reasons to lie. Uh, I suppose that's true. Oh, well, uh, see, now there, there's a problem. What well, if that's a whole leaks? different issue. If your house inspector is lying to you because they're getting paid off, you who knows? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Just so basically just screw it. Don't even bother. The guy's going to lie to you. Yeah, you do the jump up and down test in your house. That's all you and need. And also, okay, here's what you do. Okay. You make sure that you go look at the house with a real estate agent when it's raining and then Stay get in the attic to see if the house is leaking well no it's gonna come to the ceiling well not right away all right so i'm saying just hang out for a couple hours when it's raining <laughs> okay i don't know i still think you should uh just hire a professional and go with that okay. especially since you think that you should be able to poke from inside to see if a roof is bad Okay, I, I you that. in particular should hire I, a professional. <laughs> you might be right. I rescind that statement. I, you can't poke from the ceiling. Good God, what's wrong? I'm going to do me? 169, even though I think I told you that the lowest number available is higher than that because I'm pretty sure you did too. See, oh no, you picked 175, and then I went up from there. So 169 looks right. like it hasn't been taken, but it is one of those ones with a little overlap. Okay, so apologies to our hardcore listeners if this is a repeat. Sorry, Vera. Sorry, Christy. Sorry, Danielle. Oh, Danielle got a prize at work for being um, 
I'm just going to say awesome. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, <laughs> apparently her children do very well under her tutelage. So, oh, good, that's great! Congratulations, good, you, good work, Danielle. If anyone else has any shout outs they'd like us to read on the show, yeah, give us an email at umpirepantspot at gmail dot com. Keep baking powder dry, or it will lose its leavening. To measure, use a dry measuring spoon and level measurements. This seems I'm just going to have to like say an it. insane thing to have to tell someone. Yeah. No. What are you doing? Like keeping it in the sink? That was, that was shit, Sherlock. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. I have it under the leaky faucet again. Uh, you know what? House inspector failed to tell me about my leaky roof. And now not only is my roof leaking, my baking soda is all fucked up. I guess if you live in a moist climate. Climate? Is that how you pronounce that? <laughs> yeah. Sure is. <laughs> generally how people say that uh maybe they're saying if it happens to get wet that it won't leaven as well well. no kidding what i don't know okay this is once again the the time that people had to go home they're tired it's five five fifteen supposed to have been left at five o'clock they're trying to do five baking soda related hints in a row yeah something like that well yeah i don't think well okay here's what they should have said okay okay here's a hint for you if your baking soda's damp and it's no longer going to leaven use it to clean your bathtub that's a good hint. Yeah, that's an excellent hint, actually. That's what I use to clean my bathtub. I used it just the other day to clean a baking sheet that I'd burn the shit out of stuff onto. Burn the shit out of stuff onto. Yeah. Yep. It's a thing that happens. When well, you're a good cook like us, you burn the shit out of stuff. <laughs> and you have to use baking soda to fix it. Herman had it in the sink soaking. He'd done the rest of the dishes and that was in there. And then I came the next day and I started scrubbing it. And I didn't even finish. I like did the baking soda and scrubbed it and then let it soak some more. And he came over and he was like, whoa, did you wash this? And I was like, yeah, I did. He's like, oh, okay, I thought just soaking it did this. I was like, no, no, that was okay, here's more the thing. hard scrubbing. Soaking doesn't fix anything unless it's food that will absorb water. If something's baked on, burned on, soaking, you can soak it till hell freezes over and it's not going to fix it. You have to scrub it. That's all. Yeah. I'd, so the Herman idea that- would like to disagree with you on that point everybody would like to disagree everybody would like to say oh no, i'm just gonna soak it so it'll be fine tomorrow that's not how it works it helps guys. a little with stuff no, it doesn't some stuff yeah some stuff it's gonna my point if anything that is gonna come off with soaking will come off in a f- half an hour of being soaked after that it's just scrubbing or throw it away all right well that ends the hint list goodbye <laughs> <laughs> kelly's ready for some <laughs> French toast, I guess. They're having French toast. Yep. Okay. Already? Already? All right, Bill, see you next week. Hurry up. Come back. Get well soon. Try not to have the coronavirus. Yeah. Try real hard. Try not to, try, try try not not to, to be ill with that already. Yeah, do that. Try not to be sick. Okay. All right. Umpire Pants out.